Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast. On today's show, we're going to dive into Eric Hosmer returning back to Kansas City at the perfect time, folks. He gets a standing ovation. He has a great moment with Salvador Perez. Let's talk about Salvi. Let's talk about the Royals. Let's talk about baseball and Eric Cosmer all coming up on today's Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, LockdownRoyals at gmail.com. Again, I'm Ryland Styles. You can find me at Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can find me on JustBaseball.com. You can find me right here on the Lockdown Royals podcast every day. Subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. All episodes are free every single day. Check us out on YouTube and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else you get your podcasts from. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Royals baseball. Also want to give a huge shout-out as we end the week here to the rest of the MLB community on Lockdown Podcasting Network because they did a great job. Covering the deadline. You got locked on Padres with the Juan Soto blockbuster, biggest trade in history. We've got locked on Yankees welcoming Andrew Benettini to a new home. Got, of course, uh, just a lot of stuff. Wall to wall coverage. And don't forget, locked on prospects. It's been a lifesaver for me. Allow it to be a lifesaver for you. A lot of big prospects were changed hands over the last week. Kansas City got a lot of new prospects. Go check out Lindsey Crosby. Go check out Locked On Prospects to know the lowdown on the new crop of prospects in Kansas City and around the globe in terms of the MLB. So check it all out. And one more shout-out. Check out Locked On Chiefs. Locked On Chiefs are back. The Chiefs are back in the preseason uh, in training camp. Check them out. Get set for the new season. Locked On Chiefs back to five days a week for the season. Now, on today's show, let's talk about Eric Cosmer returning to Kansas City, this time a member of the Boston Red Sox. Let's chat about it. Let's talk about uh, the series that was this week in the midst of the deadline and much more. And just the whole Eric Cosmer tenure. Honestly, this is just going to be an Eric Cosmer show because he deserves it. Eric Cosmer played in Kansas City for seven seasons. He won a World Series he finished top 25 in MVP, MVP voting twice in Kansas City. He was an all-star in Kansas City. He was a multi-time gold glove. He won one, two, three, four of them things. A silver slugger. He was awesome. He was awesome in Kansas City. He finished third in Rookie of the Year voting in his first year in Kansas City. And again, he won a World Series, went to two of them in Kansas City. One of the best Royals players of my lifetime, just because of all those accolades, 
All-Star Game MVP in the one All-Star Game that he was put in, which was in San Diego, conveniently enough. Um, maybe that's what got him the big contract. Eric Hosmer represents baseball in Kansas City for anyone under the age of 30. He broke a 30-year playoff drought as the face of this organization. And many years before that, he represented hope. When he was drafted in 2008, fresh out of high school, the pressure of the world was put on him. He was drafted third overall. He was supposed to be the golden child. Him and Moustakis were on magazine covers as minor leaguers as part of the number one farm system in baseball at the time. He grew up in Kansas City. Kids in Kansas City had his hairstyle. Baseball turnout and participation rose because of how fun those teams were to watch. For the first time in 30 years, it was fun to watch Kansas City Royals baseball. Eric Hosmer is a staple of Royals history because he, along with Salvador Perez, Mike Moustakis, Alcides Escobar, Alex Gordon, you know, even Billy Butler, they changed what it meant to be a Royals fan. You saw this team in 2013 start to build up to where they don't get knocked out of the playoffs until a late September visit to Seattle. 2014, they make the wild card game. And his resilience sparks a comeback. And they sweep their way to the World Series. They battle, go to seven, and the rest is history. He is the leader of the clubhouse. Him, Lorenzo Kane, Salvador Perez, Mike Moustakis, they're the leaders in 2015 that had them go wire to wire. Wire to wire. As division leaders, wire to wire in securing the AL Central Championship. And eventually, of course, crowning themselves World Series champions for one of the most iconic plays in World Series history. The Mad Dash home. From third to home. Which embodied that era of Royals baseball. They weren't 20-time All-Stars. They weren't Hall of Famers. They weren't a lineup of nine incredible players. They were a lineup of nine really good players who played together, which is a lost art nowadays in baseball, and it's hard to play together in baseball. It's such an individualized sport. And they just had the right mix. You go back to that Johnny Gomes speech, Rookie of the Year, not on our team. Cy Young winner, not on our team. MVP of the whole league, not on our team. But we beat that guy too. Whatever they had to do to get the win, they did it. That hit home runs, they did it. If they still bases, they did it. Slap singles, they did it. Draw walks, they did it. Play gold glove defense, they did it. Eric Hosmer represents a special time for one of the 30 franchises in the sport. And he deserved a weekend 
like this weekend. He deserves the standing ovation he got on Thursday. He deserves to feel good. We'll talk about that coming up. But I'm happy for Eric Cosmer, and this visit to Kansas City happened at the exact right time, in my opinion, for Eric Cosmer and the Red Sox and the Royals. All that's coming up. But first, I want to say right now, our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off of your next order. They have so many great flavors like like, uh, cookie dough brownie chunk puffs and much more. 130 calories is all that's in the Built Bars. 15 grams of protein to keep you going and get you your protein fix. They are great pre-workout. They're great post-workout. They're even great as a meal replacement or a snack. Try them out today, BuiltBar.com. Use the code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. I love the Built Bars because of how healthy they are for you. And unlike most healthy alternatives or options, Built Bar doesn't sacrifice taste for the sake of being healthy, and it's not repetitive. They have so many flavors, coconut, uh, cookie dough, double chocolate, Cherry Barcia, cookies and cream, coconut brownie chunk. They have so many flavors that you can mix it up. You can have variety. You can have a different taste, but still have the reward and satisfaction of eating healthy, eating good for you. And I love that they're so filling. I can just pop one in in the morning, go to the gym, come back, and, and really forget about eating for the rest of the workday, get my work done, then go have a dinner, and I'm on my way. Like It's so, so awesome uh, that Built Bars are part of our journey Go to BuiltBar.com, use the code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter. At Lockdown Royals. Email the show, lockdownroyals at gmail.com. Make sure you check us out. Also, check out Lockdown MLB. Check out Locked On MLB Prospects. Check out Locked On Chiefs. Go see how they operate. They operate greatly and they have you covered with all the latest takes, news, and information that you can handle. And they are my go-to listens each morning when I get up and do my routine. Allow me to just spend today's podcast talking to Eric Cosmer and, and reliving Eric Cosmer's career because he meant so much to Kansas City. And yes, he left Kansas City. He went to San Diego, signed a massive, massive contract that Kansas City could not you know, match and could not offer him. And he gets to go play in San Diego. He was really the first guy that brought them out of, of where they were, right? So he he was a beacon of hope for two organizations, you know, of the 30. But signing Eric Cosmer, believe it or not, you know, now you know, with, with revisionist history, it doesn't look that way. But Eric Cosmer and that signing put San Diego on the map and brought them back out of their dark spell it was breaking news. It was you know, cutting into MLB network programming to show you the Eric Cosmer press conference in San Diego with Scott Boris and, you know, the San Diego, uh, San Diego Padres front office. It was a big deal when he signed worrying about what number he takes. 35 retired. He took 30, you know, 
it was a big deal. It mattered a lot. And yes, it was a massive contract. And yes, he has not lived up to the eight-year, $144 million contract that he signed. But this is the hard part about sports. When guys are overpaid, they just automatically get, you know, get called a bum or that they suck. It's the overpaid syndrome. Whereas if Eric Cosmer played this way on a reasonable contract, no one would really even bat an eye. I mean, think about how many Royals players that you make excuses for if they had these numbers. 272 batting average, 336 OBP, a 112 OPS plus. This current season for Eric Hosmer is his sixth best season out of 12 years in terms of OPS plus. And yet he was, you know, a victim in San Diego. The Padre fans used him as a scapegoat in San Diego. He had two of his top six seasons in his life in terms of the major leagues in San Diego. And yet still fans were unsatisfied. Fans were not happy. Fans used him as a scapegoat, threw him under the bus and bullied him and, you know, did all these things, you know, it was just kind of took out their frustration on him because of the contract. And even my boy, Javier Reyes of Lockdown Padres, he used Hosmer as a scapegoat. We did a whole crossover podcast about Eric Hosmer not being good a couple of years ago in San Diego. That's just the price of doing business in terms of, you know, your, your challenge of signing a massive deal like that. Because again, if he was, if he was making chump change and had the numbers he has this year, he would not even be talked about in a negative way. In fact, we talked about pretty positively. So we equate these contracts and weight them so heavily in our perceptions of a guy and just tear him down and tear him down and tear him down. And that's just where the, the contract, of course, he's making a lot of money, he can handle it. But it just sucks to have a guy like Eric Hosmer torn down. By all accounts, he's a really good guy, and he's a good ball player. And sure, he doesn't hit the ball in the air, and he, he, he needs to embrace launch angle, and he has flaws to his game, right? And you can say some of the defensive mat- metrics are inflated, whatever. You know, He has flaws to his game, but it's not that bad. It's not as bad as Padre fans make it out to be. But they only make it out to be that way because of his contract. And so whenever he says, no, I'm not going to Washington, Padre fans freaked out until he's able to re- get rerouted to Boston. And he's been getting beat up by San Diego fans. Let's face it, he's been getting beat up by San Diego fans. And you know what? That's what fans do. You have thick skin as a professional athlete, and he has $144 million to wipe his eyes with. But you have to admit that on a personal level, Eric Hosmer getting traded and used as this you know, poster child for what was holding the Padres back in their lineup and with their organization uh, and then getting rerouted twice in one day because, you know, he rejected the national trade, then gets traded to Boston, you know, for his first ever game in Boston to be in Kansas city in Coffin stadium. That's just awesome. It could not have worked out any better because a guy who's been getting beat down and beat down and beat down. He had the warm embrace of a standing ovation in Coffin stadium a place that he called home for seven years, a place in which he won a World Series, a place in which he was an all-star, a place in which he was a four-time gold glover, a place in which he was a silver slugger, a a place in which he 
you know, one of one AL pennant, you know, two of them actually, obviously. A place that he made. Again, for for people under 30, Haas was one of the only good ball players that they know. Sure, there was, you know, you know, Jerome Dye and there was Johnny Damon and you know, Billy Butler was really good. You know, and he was, of course, on that 2014 team and everything. Nonetheless, you know, sure, those guys were good, but it didn't matter. Like, Bruce Chin was fun to watch. It didn't matter at all. They never won anything. And you create, you you equate talent level with winning and combine the two whenever in your perception. He was one of the first guys that, that, that we remember, those of us under 30, remember, as as a legitimate piece and a legitimate just star in Kansas city. Nobody was trying to model, trying to grow their hair out and be like Johnny Damon folks. Nobody was. People tried to look like Hosmer. They tried to act like Hosmer. They tried to swing like Hosmer. They tried to play baseball like Hosmer. Look at the numbers during those runs, 13, 14, 15, 16, even participation in baseball in Kansas city and around Kansas city exploded. Because of Eric Hosmer. So for this guy to get beat down for three years in San Diego, love him or hate him, it was good to see him get traded. It was good to see him go to Boston where the fans are dressed as rough, but it was good to see his first game back, not on the Padres and out of that environment, be in Kansas City. And and, and as Royals fans, you're able to pick him up and hopefully catapult him to an even better year. Because again, he's having a top six year of his career. He's gotten 10 years of service starting the big leagues. This is a top six year of his career, and Padre fans just crapped all over the guy. So he deserved, you know, Thursday. He deserved it. He deserved last night. In a big, big way. We'll talk about that game coming up, but first, I want to say right now, go check out Locked On MLB. They got you set on the national stage. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, LockdownRoyals at gmail.com. Fun game for Kansas City. Fun game um, to watch as the Royals beat the Red Sox and they win 7-3. Obviously, it was a back-and-forth affair and one that you saw uh, Bobby Witt Jr. have the go-ahead hit in, and he went two for four with two runs scored in RBI. MJ Melendez went two for four with two runs scored in RBI as well. Salvador Perez, two for four with a run scored and four RBIs. Melendez homered, Perez homered. Vinny had a double. You had the call-up today of uh, Massey, Michael Massey, who people have been waiting on, and of course was selected uh, in the fourth round of the 2019 draft and has had an excellent season in terms of you know, prospects, in terms of you know, minor leaguers, and of course now he's back up with the big league at the big league level, going one for four, betting 400 so far. On the bump... You know, Bubich did good again. Six innings, two runs given up, four hits given up, one walk, another quality start, six strikeouts, 
Taylor Clark comes in, gets the win. And then it was Coleman and Barlow who pitched clean innings and Barlow shuts the door on this one. Eric Cosmer again had the standing ovation, had the embrace with Salvador Perez, goes over three with a walk in his Boston debut. Royals win seven to three. They get 11 hits to Boston six and get a game one victory for this series. Just as a quick checkup, Kansas City three and seven in their last 10 games. 13 and a half back of the division. And as the wild card race heats up at the top, at the bottom, Kansas City sits 14 and a half games out of that wild card spot. So that will do it for today's show. Let me know your opinion on Eric Cosmer and the trade deadline and everything else on the comment section below on YouTube or on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. And until tomorrow, be good. Be good to one another.